This is On It, a podcast by Emith. I'm Martin Kamensky, CEO of Emith. We're the original business coaching company, and over the last three decades, we've worked with tens of thousands of business owners to help them systematize their business, improve their bottom lines, and find more meaning in their work. Each month, we'll tell the stories of different owners and how they transform their companies. You'll learn about their struggles, their successes, and the changes they made to create the business they've always wanted. Today, we're talking to Ben Pines, the second generation owner of CC Pines, a construction company in Sydney, Australia. When Ben first took over the business, he struggled, like many of us do, with balancing work and life. He was juggling too many roles while trying to create a dynamic company culture, and he wanted to start with his people first to ensure that clients and staff felt connected and included in each project. Alongside Ben is his coach, Ed Cinco. For the last four years, Ed and Ben have been working together to improve all areas of CC Pines. So, Ben, I thought we'd start off with, uh, with an easy question for you, which is, I'm curious what it was about reading the E-Myth Revisited that really resonated with you and made you realize that you were looking for a change. Uh, pretty good question, really. Um, I, I guess I was probably, I got given the book by a good friend of mine at, at a right period of time in my life. Um, and reading through the book, I guess I was in it. Um, it, it was written about me. Um, I was doing everything. And I couldn't keep doing everything. So I guess the, the, the parts that resonated with me is I was, I was running a small business and um and struggling with a bunch of the concepts um so fortunate for you you weren't struggling too long hopefully um and and uh ed i'm wondering what what that was like your your initial conversation with ben when he came to you surfaced these issues uh how did that conversation go well it's interesting um I wasn't Ben's first initial coach, and uh, I joined Ben a few months into his engagement with Emeth. And when he came in, he actually came in with his strategic team as part of the meeting. Uh, so his father, who's first generation CC Pines himself, and two uh, strategic team members were all part of the uh, sessions. So it, it actually, we use the sessions to look at the whole business, not just really Ben's challenges. And in a sense, it took, uh, took some time to actually navigate through that to say, uh, what's the real issue here and how do we uh, really get to where you want to go? And so it, it started out a little different than a lot of clients did. But where we ended up was uh, Ben coming to a realization that uh, he needed to have the strategic team um, not participate and start to make this EMIT program about him first and foremost. And it took several months to really get there, but we got there. And uh, we've worked that way primarily ever since. However, there's good news moving forward, which we'll share a little later. Oh, a cliffhanger. I like that already. Cliffhangers within the first few minutes are a good start. I agree with Ed there is in, in the sense that I, um, at first I thought it was about our business and I soon realized it was only about my personal growth. 
Mm-hmm. And is is that what was getting in the way by having the other leaders in the company involved? And this is a question that probably a lot of business owners are facing when they're when they're engaging in this kind of work is whether they should do it as a team or do it on their own. And I'm wondering uh, from either of you if you have thoughts about what what really is different about that? What is different when you work one-on-one with an owner and a, and a coach as opposed to involving a team? I guess I'll talk up first. The um, 100% certain on this, looking in reflection, it's, it's, a, it's about me personally first. Um, and my personal views then get reflected into our business. So it's, um, for me, it's a one-on-one process every day of the week. I, I would add to that in CC Pines, uh, you know, Ben's father built the company and they were at a time where Ben was coming into a leadership role and it was a big growth step for him. Even though he's been a part of the business a long time, it, it really was uh, the beginning of the handoff of the baton in the leadership role and it was an unknown place for Ben, really, and really working one-on-one and taking the strategic team um, out of the meetings allowed us to focus directly in what it meant to have Ben move from in it to a true leader of the organization. Ben, would you agree with that? I would, yeah. I wonder, uh, Ben, if thinking back on that in your transition into taking on this leadership role, is there one quality about your leadership style or one one trait about the way that you're running this company that you've made the most progress on since you started that, that you feel has had the biggest impact on the company? I think it's um, you're probably touching there on culture and um, I think it's, it's it's probably the biggest thing is we've by going through the process of of Yimi's coaching, I've redefined or defined more clearly what our culture is. Um, and once you've got really clear what our culture is, it's it's quite easy to pass that on. Um, so I think you know, culturally, um, I'm humble, um, and we're we're quite a um, innovative company in the sense that we like new thinking uh, and probably also shared knowledge um, is, a, is a strong cultural aspect of, of what we do. So um, I think that's become clear and, and that's what's been able to be passed on which adds to you know things like employee retention and uh, employee engagement um, and all of those cool things. Uh, yeah, I love I love that you shared that because it's it's something that for clients and coaches who are involved in the EMyth process, you you know a lot about how impactful changes to your culture can be. Uh, but for a lot of business owners out there in the world, improving their culture might seem it might be hard to connect that to real concrete changes in your company to being more profitable. But it's like you're saying, it's, it's, it's through indirect channels like having better employee retention, more engagement, that kind of thing. Do you, would you say that that's accurate with your company? Absolutely. Like I, um, I find all of that 
growth, like employee retention and engagement and um, uh, consistency and all those items that I find they're the cool things and, and we've actually redefined growth to include that. Um, the traditional growth items we've paid less attention to because I think um, from our, from, particularly from my point of view, I get more of a buzz out of seeing um, people develop and our, our business develop. Uh, Ed, I'm, I'm wondering if you think Ben's really touched on the biggest area of change or, or do you see other areas that, that he might not be remembering as well? Well, I think it really comes down to that growth within himself and getting clear on his core values and being able to see them become the company's core values. Because again, this... Uh, although his father and Ben share a lot of the same core values, uh, getting clear on them and translating that into a brand commitment and a brand promise to develop the culture. Uh, they have long-standing relationships with the clients that they work for. It was this internal cultural development about, like Ben said, um, employee engagement, uh, their own growth. Actually, I, I think Ben uh, shared this recently, his ability to grow within himself and move out of the way and stop working in it actually took the ceiling off of the culture to allow others to grow and bring their talents forward. So it's, it's truly a, a, a journey of technician to entrepreneur here and his employees are beneficiaries in their own growth. And the company is about as healthy as it's ever been in its history as a result. Is that true, Ben? Yeah, I agree. It's, um, it's been an interesting journey, really. Like, some people say to me, when, when, when was the biggest change? And it's really difficult to tell because you, you're in it all the time. You're, you're seeing, you're seeing the um, incremental changes, but when you look in reflection, um, the changes are immense. You know, the day-to-day -day work I do now compared to what I did do, um, polar opposites. You know, I, I there's not often I do techni technician work anymore. Um, the the work I now do is shaping. Um, you know, work on our culture, um, work on our people, uh, mentoring, um, and it's 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 literally polar opposites of, of what I used to do. And um, and yeah, there's no uh, there's no secrets there. It's we've we've got you know um, the best profitability we've ever had, and and the turnover is steadily increasing, and um, we've we. The only real issues we've got at the moment is we're having to pay um, long-term employees uh, um, long service leave, which is a really good problem to have. You know, the people are sticking around because we're doing the right thing. An excellent problem to have. Um, I I get a I got a sense when you were telling that story and talking about what things were like in the beginning and all the technical work you were doing. And then you talked about what it's like now. Uh, 
you you're you it's like you started smiling in a way uh how did it feel what what did it feel like before when you were in the midst of all that technical work and how do you feel about your business now yeah it's a it's a good question the um it was an absolute whirlwind um i was keeping things together by working harder um it was it was often a struggle um to to fit in time with my family and and a good work-life balance was pretty ordinary uh to look at it now is vastly different you know i've got um good work-life balance good family time um i and more composed, so my my week is run by a diary rather than what it used to be is whatever was nipping at my heels the most. So it's um yeah, if I wanted to use if I wanted to use one uh, one word, it'd be composed. So before I came to Emith, I'd been a an entrepreneur myself, been a business owner, and I found myself always getting the sense that there's not many people you can bounce ideas off of. It's that it's kind of lonely at the top. Uh, that decision-making has to rest with you. And I'm wondering what it's like for you to have somebody in your corner who you can turn to with your frustrations, who you can bounce those ideas off of. Is that something you value about the coaching relationship or is it not as big a factor? No, hundred percent. I uh, I guess um, I call Ed a mentor of mine, um, and I I think through life and your career you pick up and and drop off mentors as you need them, um, and mentors for me take a, you know, make a big part of my life, and and to be able to bump ideas off them and get a different opinion, I think it's really healthy. So it's part of the process. I really enjoy it's. Um, it, it, you're never getting from a mentor a decision, but you're testing your ideas from on them, and, and they're never giving you a, an answer, but they're making you firm an answer in your own head. Well, that's that's my experience, anyway. Hmm. And Ed, I'll I'll give you a chance to say something nice about Ben. What do you like about working with him as a client? Um, ben shows up. He's accountable. Um, he's willing to uh, challenge himself and go where he's uncomfortable. And we work through that together um, on a regular basis. Uh, it takes a lot of courage for a client to just go where they're uncomfortable, knowing that it's serving their own leadership growth. And, you know, having been down that path and, you know, Ben pretty much answered the cliffhanger that, you know, not only is Ben continuing here, he wants to take this next step to executive coaching and include the, include the strategic team back into what we're doing here. So in a way, we've gone full circle where we started that way, recognized that was actually a roadblock to our progress, worked together for this time period. Now Ben uh, is clear that what he's created for himself, he truly wants for the people inside the organization to find their own work-life balance and to find their own values, passion, and purpose and make sure that they're getting that from this business. 
uh, in essence, he's creating the environment and the culture to develop leaders within his organization, which can't be any more exciting for a coach. Well, to be honest, it's not for me, it's for them. Um, I, I just see the value in what I've now got with my family and kids and, and the measure I've got in my life. Um, I want them to have that too. Yeah, or a business, or what business owner doesn't want that? Is is that uh, been a good description of your what's next for you and your business? Is that where your company is headed right now? I think so. It's um, it's it's about trying to give those people those skills, and and you know, there's no lie. The, the business is a byproduct. Gets that consistency that that we all want. Um, but yeah, it's it's about. For me, it's about personal growth of individuals, and, and um, you know that helps with all the staff retention and um, employee engagement that uh, we're all ultimately after. Um, it's you know, I quite often say to people here, "I'd like you to retire here." Um, that would be the best thing in the world for me. That someone else you know, or someone in our business never has to look for another job. Um, that's pretty positive for me. That's right, exactly. You know, and and I'm I'm really impressed with uh, with not only your business as as it was when it started here, but what you've you've been able to do with it, Ben, over the last few years. Um, it just sounds like like really truly impactful progress, and I admire what you're trying to do now in making your company uh, as meaningful and and uh, enjoyable for everyone there to work in just just as it is now for you uh it's a really that's an honorable goal there's been some pretty cool moments right the way through it's um it's pretty rewarding process i believe it sounds like it well, i want to i want to thank you both for joining us and sharing your stories uh both of being coached and what it's like to coach uh, with our audience Thank you. Hey, thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ed. Thank you all for listening to On It, a podcast by Emith. You can learn more about us at emith.com. That's E-M-Y-T-H.com, where you can sign up for a free session with an Emith coach. We'll personally match you with a coach based on your industry, location, and what kind of help you're looking for so you get the right fit for you and your business. It's completely free. There's no commitment and no pressure to continue. And if any of you listening want to share your story or have any questions, send them to us at info at We'd love to hear from you.